Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to be a successful foreclosure acquisition specialist. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello and welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host, Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, and we are recording here at Creative Density Studios in downtown Denver, Colorado. As always, I have my co-host, producer, the man with the plan, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's going on, Jay? Uh, not too much, man. Just uh, looking at my laptop, trying to you know get this thing to work how it's supposed to. You know, people, you, you see the end result of a podcast, right? It looks so easy, right? You just kind of show up and then you just talk into the microphone. But I got to tell you, behind the scenes, there's a lot involved with planning out a podcast. So we appreciate all of you, the fine listeners of our Foreclosure Deals podcast, for making this all worthwhile. And as is the tradition of the Foreclosure Deals P- Coach podcast, we're going to bring up some local foreclosure news because you got to keep track of what's going on in the foreclosure market. And if if you're a regular listener to the show, you've heard articles on both sides of this equation. So today we have an article from DS News that says mortgage delinquency, signs of emerging stress in some states. Now, what they're go on to say here is that the share of mortgages that are in some stage of delinquency has dropped from 4.3% last year to 4% this year, meaning there is some reduction in the total number of foreclosures in the marketplace. Generally a good sign of a quality market that's increasing, but the article goes on to warn that there are some states that are not achieving this reduced foreclosure rate. The number one area of foreclosures in the United States, and again, if you're a regular listener, you've heard this before, and it seems to be a trend here, is the New York, Newark, New Jersey area that has the highest serious delinquency rate of 2.6%, right? The next highest is the Miami, Fort Lauderdale area, which is at 2%, okay? So a huge gap between New York and Florida And then the article goes on to say that one of the best markets, meaning lack of foreclosures in all the United States of America, you want to guess on this one, Jonathan, where was the best market uh, considering the lack of foreclosures? What do you think that was? Uh, The lack of foreclosures? Yeah, like the area that gets the least amount of foreclosures across the country right now. Where do you want to guess? I'm going to say like Colorado or Denver. It's Denver, Colorado, man. Like an incredible guess. The Denver, Aurora, Lakewood, Colorado area, and the San Francisco, Oakland area had the lowest serious delinquency rate at 0.4%. I was really it, hoping I'd get that wrong. It, it, actually, me too. Because here we are sitting in Denver, Colorado, as a foreclosure deal specialist. I got to look at the foreclosure list every day, and I do. And I can tell you we have the least amount of foreclosures I've seen. I've been doing this for well over 10 years, and there's still not a huge amount of them. So why would one want to be a foreclosure specialist in a market where there's so few foreclosures? 
Well, the reality is if you specialize on one area of the marketplace, even if there aren't that many of them, you can do very well. And I do do very well because I enjoy what I do. I track the market continually. And even though there aren't that many to pick from, there are enough of them that even if you're not a foreclosure specialist like yours truly, if you are focusing on one area of the marketplace, if you want to buy a house in specific neighborhood X and you focus on learning about that marketplace, then you can buy a great deal in that market. You know, so whether you're a real estate agent who's looking to learn more about the foreclosure market, we know we got a lot of real estate real estate agent listeners. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Or you're a retail consumer wanting to buy a great deal in the marketplace that you live in right now. This show is for you, and we appreciate you tuning in. So check out that article. We're going to post it to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Facebook page. So check that out. You can read up more on that. But guys, the point is, is although the, most of the nation is doing well, most of the nation is not having a foreclosure crisis, there's a small pocket of areas that are seeing a, an increase in the foreclosure market. And I want you to compare it to the zombie apocalypse, right? If you're, if you're watching Walking uh, Dead, right, those guys, they love brains. Give me your equity. <laughs> Right? That's so, a good one. You like that one? He, in the marketplace where there is a lot going on is also a really population-dense area. Right? If the zombie apocalypse started in rural Iowa, it would take a long time for it to spread because there aren't that many people. Hmm. Does that make sense? Okay. However, if it starts in a very populous, dense area like New York or New Jersey, you got a lot of people, it is going to spread. And when it spreads, in my opinion, it's going to spread like wildfire. Now, this is not to give you the doom and gloom message that the sky is falling, you need to get out of the housing crisis right now. It is simply to say that you got to keep an eye on the marketplace. And if you are a fellow resident of Denver, Colorado, and foreclosures are at an all-time low, that means your property value is extremely high right now. And I know you're loving that, but you need to give some contemplation to whether or not now is the time to sell that property. Right? Because if you can see yourself selling that property, and here's what you're going to tell me, well, Donnie, if I sell, where am I going to live? Well, here's the thing. There aren't that many foreclosures out there. Right? So if you find one, then you can get a great deal on it. And if you sell your house at the top of the market and buy at the bottom of the market, what have you effectively done? You've created your own equity gap. Okay, so today's show is going to be about how retail consumers, the investors should not be the only guys having a bunch of fun in this marketplace. Okay, if you're looking to buy a home to house your family, someplace you're going to live and your kids are going to go to school nearby and you're going to raise a family there, you shouldn't be kept out from getting a good deal. As a matter of fact, you should really be focusing on the foreclosure market, maybe even more so than the rest of the market. If you're in a market like mine here in Denver, Colorado, we're at the top of the market. Because if you want to buy a house, House, do you really think it's a good idea, no matter what the market is doing right now, to buy at the very tippy, tippy top of the market? No. Of course low. not. Of buy course low. not. You want to buy low, right? So if you're looking to do that, and the reason I became a foreclosure specialist is because I saw that investors were benefiting hugely from this massive foreclosure market that was taking place in the 08, 09 era, but the general consumer had been mistaught kind of misdirected, perhaps on purpose, because the guys with the money don't want everybody getting into their marketplace, right? But if you want to buy a foreclosure as an owner-occupant, I want to help you with that. That's what this, a lot of this show is about. We talk to investors a lot, but today we're going to talk to you, the retail home buyer, on how you can get into the foreclosure market. But before we get into that, why? Why should you buy a foreclosure? Well, the reason you should buy a foreclosure is because if you are buying low in a very exaggeratedly high marketplace, you're securing your financial future. All but one of my primary residences that I've ever lived in were foreclosures. 
right? So I have built equity. One of my favorites is I bought a house. It was a former model home, and I spent about just shy of $300,000 on the property. Today, that house is worth about $425,000, $430,000, and I owe about $220,000 on it. So Ooh. I bought it 10 years ago, and I've created $200,000 worth of equity. I still own the property today. It's a rental that brings in a ton of rental income, and I protected not only my financial future, but my kid's financial future because I'm not going to sell that house, right? That's a rental income property that's going to generate money forever. If I do sell it, it will only to be to buy another rental property to roll that money over. Does that make sense? So I want to help you out there to buy it. So if you're going to buy a foreclosure property, how do you get started? What are the steps to getting going and buying a foreclosure? Well, the very first step before you even think about buying any house, to be honest with you, but especially a foreclosure, is to get pre-qualified for a mortgage to buy the home. Now, I know out of the gates, I talk to a lot of buyers day to day who want to go shopping for their property before they get the financing set up. Let's face it, financing is not fun. It's not sexy. I'm also a mortgage broker. I get it. You want to find your home and then you want to go get the loan for it. But I, I got to tell you, you really are going backwards when you view it that way. Right? Because with a foreclosure market, if it's a stellar deal, you will have competition from investors. You will have competition from other retail buyers who are looking at the property. And if you find that dream foreclosure, not dream home, note what I said, not dream home, okay? Mm. If you find your dream foreclosure, you've got to have your financing in place. Be ready to pull the trigger on that right away. Because if the process goes, you find the property, and then you're scrambling to get a prequal letter for your mortgage, by the time you get that all figured out, that house will be gone. So as a result of that, you want to get pre-qualified before you even do step one. You need help to get pre-qualified? Reach on out to me, the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I will find you a lender right there in your local area who understands how the foreclosure market works because although the loans are fundamentally the same process, the mindset of buying a foreclosure, how you prepare that loan is entirely different, okay? So you want to make sure you're working with a foreclosure-versed agent and a foreclosure deals-based mortgage broker. I can help you with that as well. Please do reach out. Once you've got your pre-qualification done, you know you can buy a house, say, up to $300,000, okay? So you get, you're holding that pre-qual letter and you're ready to go. The next step is to make sure you're working with an agent that is HUD certified because a lot of the best foreclosure deals, not all of them, mind you, but a lot of the best foreclosure deals are government-owned foreclosures. But like I told you to plan ahead and get a mortgage loan before you go shopping, you want to make sure your agent has planned ahead and gotten registered with the HUD program to do bids. Because that is a long process, a couple weeks long, and if they're not set up and certified to do it, it's not. It's going to take too long for them to get it done in the amount of time it takes you to find your house and write up that bid. Okay. So next step is find the right agent. And for our new listeners, you should go back and listen to our, our previous episode we did on HUD foreclosures to kind of give you a little bit more details on what Donnie's talking about right now. Again, we're always here to give you information. We're always here to help out. So, yeah, go back and check on some of the old ones to kind of get a, you know, a little bit more abreast of what we're talking about now. Absolutely. You know, if you're just tuning in, a lot of this is going to sound like uh, it's going to sound like rhetoric to you, right? So I, I hope I'm, we welcome you to the show. We're glad you're listening. But go back and check out the previous episodes because we tried to record these episodes in an order that would make sense to give you some kind of framework on foreclosure buying before we got into the advanced stuff. You know, this is not super advanced what we're talking about, but it's going to get more and more advanced and we appreciate you you astute listeners who tune in every single week to the show because you're going to learn a ton about the foreclosure market and how to buy a great deal so where are we here we we got 
approved for financing. We found an agent that understands and is registered with HUD. Ask that exact question, are you a HUD registered agent, okay? Because if the answer is no, you've got to go find another agent. If you can't find a HUD registered agent, I can get you a HUD registered agent right there in your local marketplace. Just reach out, I'll find you somebody who can make that happen for you, okay? Now you gotta go find the property. You gotta find the property. And listen, there are some great foreclosure agents out there, but agents have lives too, right? So you, as a consumer, need to know where to go to look for the property. In our previous show, we talked about HUDHomestore.com. We talked about the VA repo site. But the bottom line, guys, is most of these HUD repos are listed, most of these foreclosure listings, excuse me, are right there in the local MLS, okay? So they're not, there's not a separate marketplace for them. They're listed right there. But because most agents don't know how to look for foreclosure property specifically, they're not gonna call attention to that okay so when you're finding the home it is so important you try to take your mindset out of i'm buying my dream home that i'm going to live in for the rest of my life and steer it to a direction of this is the greatest investment i can make for myself and my family when you find that property you're not hoping it's in tip-top shape now i don't want you to have big holes in the roof and structural issues and <laughs> problems like that but if it needs some cosmetic work that is the idea Okay, you're looking to buy below market, and if the property were in tip-top retail condition, you're probably overpaying for it. Right. And that goes for cars too, right? If you're buying a brand new car with all the bells and whistles right there at the dealership, and you're pre-ordering it, you're probably paying top dollar for that car. Well, the same applies to houses. When you walk in, I want you to have a vision for what you're going to make your home look like. Now, I'm not saying you won't have some criteria. If you need three bedrooms and two baths, find a three-bedroom, two-bath foreclosure. They're out there, okay? <laughs> sure. But if you need to be in a specific neighborhood, that gets a little tougher. But if you're going to focus on the market long enough, you can find a foreclosure or even an underpriced distressed asset in that neighborhood. You just got to make sure you're focused on what you want and also on the deal at the same time. All we're adding is one implement to this that most agents don't look at, which is finding the deal, not necessarily the house. Right? If you've got five houses in your neighborhood and that, that you're interested in and one of them is a foreclosure, go see that one first. Right, because that's the one that's gonna be swept off the market pretty fast. And if you walk in and it smells a little like dog pee, right, and it needs some new carpet, it needs to be painted, you need to consider that it kind of smells like money and it's, it's about your future. <laughs> ching ching, baby, right? Because if you're buying that house 50, 60, 70 under, under market and just look at all the comps in the neighborhood retail buyers, look at what else is selling out there. Get your agent to bring in a sold report on similarly priced homes, we call it comparable sell sold report. Right? And it'll show you everything that's sold in that neighborhood so you can verify that you're buying a great deal. And then try to guesstimate a little bit at what it's going to cost to paint it. If you're going to paint it yourself, it's going to cost you a couple hundred dollars in paint right? and a really long and painful weekend. Don't invite me. I will not come. I will not be joining you either because I despise painting. But <laughs> since you're going to be doing that, send me the pictures of the before and after. Right? I want to see it. I want to see how you do. Right? You're going to learn a lot about fixing up a house when you buy a foreclosure because you're building what we call sweat equity, so you're providing for the future. And then in a, an episode we're going to do down the road, we're going to talk about how long you need to keep that foreclosure. But just to give you a quick synopsis on that, there's a homestead tax exemption that you're going to want to own the property for two years minimum and then sell it. And you can sell it at no tax implication at all. Keep every dime of the profit between what you paid for it and what you sold it up to a quarter million dollars for an individual and a half a million dollars for a couple. You know, this is how you build wealth. Because when our parents were buying houses, 
no disrespect mom and dad, but they were taught to get a property and stay in the property for 30 years. There's two ways to get to actually owning your home. Now I know what you're thinking, I'm, I'm listening to this Donnie because I want to own a home now. When you finance a home, you don't own it. You live in it. You have the keys. But you also have an encumbrance called a mortgage. And if you decide not to pay that mortgage, your lender is going to remind you very quickly that you do not own that property. Get out, dude. Right? You're going to change the locks. Your stuff's going to be on the lawn. It's very messy. You only own a property when you own the property. So two ways to get there, retail buyers. Number one is to buy the property at the top of the market and then spend the next 30 years you know, if you're buying in your late 20s, early 30s, as most first-time home buyers are, 30 years from now, you're pushing 60 years old, and you're finally going to make the last payment on that house. That is one way to do it. It just sucks. Yeah. Option two, and what I recommend for my clients and my friends, is to buy low, live there for two years, sell at a profit. Let's say you only... only in air quotes, right, make $30,000 from buying a property low and selling it two years later. Well, you take that $30,000 and you buy another property that also has $30,000 in equity in it. You have a huge down payment that you put on there, a down payment you got tax-free from the sale of that previous property, right? And you got thirty dollars in equity in the next property. Now you just doubled your investment, okay? This is not about making a mortgage payment and trying to figure out how to pay that bill for 30 years, but rather building wealth fast. And I can promise you, if you do this accurately, you move every two years, you give this about five to six renditions of that done well in a typical average marketplace, your market may vary, you should be able to do this five to six times, and on the last one, you're stroking a check for that property. And that, that time frame, we're not talking about a 30-year mortgage time frame. We're talking about 10 to 11 years, maybe 12 years down the road, you're finding yourself paying cash for a home. Wouldn't you rather be free of house payments in 10 years as opposed to 30? Of course you would. But the key is to buy low, utilize the tax benefits that are out there, this homestead tax exemption, fix the property up and go buy your next one. Don't fall in love with your home until it's actually your home. That's good. I like that. You like, like that? that. Yeah, See, I, I just wrote that. I came up with that just moments ago. It's, it's, it's like this dude's freestyling and everything. Genius wow. just flows. It just flows for me. Uh, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Too soon. All right. <laughs> so, guys, you know that's what it comes down to. And we uh, really, the reason this whole show exists is, is about teaching about the foreclosure market so you don't go out there feeling like you know nothing on how to get started here. If we can just touch one of you guys out there listening to the show and empower you enough to go buy the home that changes your entire family tree, not in 30 years of mortgage payments, but in 10 years of getting to a paid-for property or helping you build a rental empire off of buying foreclosures low and renting them out to other people who are paying that mortgage for you, paying it down and creating your long-term net worth, then this show is worth it. Right? We are here to help you learn how the marketplace works so you don't make the same mistakes a lot of our parents did in buying a house and sitting still. This is the most powerful investment tool out there, and you just got to take advantage of it by buying under market assets and capitalizing on the market that's out there, regardless of how many foreclosures in the market. Like we just started with, Denver, Colorado is one of the worst places to do this because there's so few, and still there's a huge opportunity out there if you're willing to go out there and look for the right deal instead of just buying a house. 
So we hope you enjoyed the show. You know, we're running low on time here today. Keep the questions coming. You know, we really like hearing from you guys. As I really appreciate you covered this or this or that. We are happy to do it. This is all about providing you the education and background to be a smart foreclosure investor. Whether you're buying a house purely as an investment property or you're buying it to live in and take advantage of the tax benefits and buying a foreclosure and selling it a profit, we want to help you to do it. So we really hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again for tuning in. This is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. And this and every week, we remind you to don't buy a house, buy a deal. You can try to change, but that's just the top layer. Man, you was who you was before you got here. Only God can judge me, so I'm gone. Either love me or leave me alone.